This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 711, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 15 verses 10 through 19. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you for your holy word. Grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing in all of us to, uh, in the power of your Holy Spirit, to pray, to hear your holy word, to teach your holy word, to preach your holy word, to preach your holy gospel, and to do your holy word. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 15, verses 10 through 19. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at Second Chronicles chapter 15, verses 10 through 19. So they gathered themselves together at Jerusalem in the third month, in the fifteenth year of the reign of Asa, and they offered unto the Lord the same time of the spoil which they had brought seven hundred oxen and seven thousand sheep. And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul, that whosoever would not seek the Lord God of Israel should be put to death whether small or great, whether man or woman. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and with cornets. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath, for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire. And he was found of them, and the Lord gave them rest round about. <clears throat> and also concerning Maacah, the mother of Asa, the king, he removed her from being queen, because she had made an idol in a grove. And Asa cut down her idol, and stamped it, and burnt it at the brook Kidron. But the high places were not taken away out of Israel. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect 
all his days. And he brought into the house of God the things that his father had dedicated and that he himself had dedicated, silver and gold and vessels. And there was no more war unto the five and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I thank you for this magnificent passage of Holy Scripture. And Lord, I look forward to reading this entire passage again and digging down a, a little bit deeper. I pray that, Lord, you will help me to remember it, help all of us to remember it, and help us to learn from it and to obey it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and uh, to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, service, family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 1030, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary or some other reputable commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and cause them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and saved from the burning hell, the literal burning hell, by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ who died for all of our sins and who said the most important words ever said in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so, dear friend, if you did not hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ in the previous service, hear it right now. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shall be saved. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God, 
And all you have to do is believe in Him. Trust in Him. Have faith in Him. Depend upon Him. For He said, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in Christ tonight. The Bible says, Call, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you want to be saved tonight, follow me in the sinner's prayer. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to uh, repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and help me to change. Help me to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. Then according to the word of God, you are now saved from hell, and you're on your way to heaven. To help you grow in the faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com and get your free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. And it is a free book. It is a free download. You can be reading it within the next three or four minutes. Also on that same site, uh, down below, you will see podcasts populating there. And those podcasts will lead you to Gospel Light uh, Society podcast where you can listen to thousands of podcasts free of charge about the Bible and how to live the Christian life. And there's an email on this site, gospelitesociety.com. You can email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and pray for you. If you have a special prayer request, please let us know and we will pray for you. So today, my dear friends, we are reading Matthew chapter 3 verses 16 and 17 
in the scripture and the sense Bible devotional study. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. My dear friends, that was Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. Now, here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of that passage. By the power of the Holy Ghost and with the help of Dr. Walbert and Dr. Zuck. The significant thing about the baptism of Jesus Christ was the authentication from heaven. As Jesus came up out of the water, the Spirit of God came down on him in the form of a dove. As one went up, the other came down. A voice from heaven, the voice of God, the Father, said, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. God repeated these words about Christ on the Mount of Transfiguration. All three persons of the Godhead were present at this event. The Father who spoke of his Son, the Son who was being baptized, and the Spirit who descended on the Son as a dove. This verified for John that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. It was also in keeping with Isaiah's prophecy that the Spirit would rest on the Messiah. The descent of the Holy Spirit empowered the Son, the Messiah, for his ministry among the people. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. And I do believe that some of this is overlapping right now, uh, which is rare. But we will pick it up next time and move forward. And we thank you for the ground that we have already covered, which is amazing to me. And I pray that your holy word would stick in our hearts, in our souls, our spirits, and our minds. And that we would meditate on your holy word. That we would keep our hearts and minds stayed on your holy word. Help us to understand it. Help us to comprehend it. And to obey it. And to live by it. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. And so tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to the family segment of or what I have called the family verses, where God speaks to 
everybody in the family with commandments very clearly. And we're reading one unique verse in this passage, the only verse that deals with the husband and the wife at the same time. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33, Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife. God is speaking to the husband first here. He had just dealt with the husband very thoroughly as to what he's supposed to do with his wife. And he reiterates that here, love his wife even as himself. That's how God wants you to love your wife. You can't do that without God's love, sir. Okay, so if you don't have God's love in you for some reason, I don't know why, maybe you you didn't get saved or you thought you got saved or whatever because you and I say this to the men and women you're not going to make it in marriage if you don't have the God kind of love in your heart and only God can give you that there are things in life that only God can give you his love the ability to forgive other people uh, and wisdom and there's some other things too but those those three come to mind and I believe God has to teach you how to fear him and respect him, too. Uh, so men, husbands, this is what God wants you to do. So I would, you say, well, I have a hard time doing that. Uh, well, I would encourage you to get saved, make sure you're born again, and pray and ask God to help you to love your wife. And it's not, it's not you, so it's not anything that you have to try to work up. God has to put that in your heart. See? And, 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 and may I say to you, marriage may be hard, but loving people is not hard because it's not your love. Forgiving people is not hard because God puts that in your heart to do so. He gives you the ability to do that. If, it's, uh, if those two things are hard, you may not be born again. You might not be saved. It should be pretty easy. And, and hating, saying I hate you to your spouse should never come out of your mouth. Never. Lying to your spouse should never be done if you're saved and born again and you have the love of God in your heart. <clears throat> this is not some perfunctory performance. I don't care what you did, sir. You, you should not lie to your wife uh, as a Christian man, and not, and not only because you are a Christian man, but because you have Jesus Christ living in on, on the inside of you. And I don't care what it is. And you'll be better off telling the truth. That goes for both spouses. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. Again, if a woman is born again and say, this is not a big thing, it's not a big deal, you just do it. You want to do it because you love your husband, you respect your husband, and even when things are not going that well, you can still do it by the grace of God. If you have Christ living on the inside of you, the difference is whether or not you have Christ living on the inside of you. 
okay? And so, uh, God will give you the grace sufficient for you and the strength and the power of his Holy Spirit to do these things. That's when it's beautiful. And if you don't have that, I mean, you know, uh, I, I have it on my side. My wife does not have it on her side. But if you have it, if you're saved and you have it on your side, you can still make it. I'm a living witness. Because it's not, you're dead. It's not you. I just want to emphasize that. And what, what the evangelical uh, mainline churches and uh, Baptists and independent Baptists and uh, charismatics have done like the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they wrote their books and their tapes and and teachings and so forth, preachings. And some uh, people, some of these people are good people, but they, 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 they got caught up in what people want in the American way instead of God's way and have messed up families so royally and so bad. There are some couples who used to be couples, they're mad at the pastor who advised them to get a divorce and to separate. They're mad to this day that he didn't and she didn't, the pastor's wife didn't try to help them stay together. See, because they, the, these people did not emphasize the importance of Christ in the marriage and in the family. People need to be born again. If you have, listen to me, if you're having serious problems in your marriage and your family, somebody is not saved. Both of you may not be saved or somebody is not born again. There's an unnecessary conflict because if both people were saved, they're going to both agree with one another. Because Jesus on this side and Jesus on this side, the Holy Spirit on this side, the Holy Spirit on this side, the Word of God on this side, the Word of God on this side, is going to coincide together. That's just how it works, man. And people who have that, they do have that beautiful, loving uh, marriage. Even after 35 years, even after 40 years, even after 50, they still, I heard a lady, uh, uh, it was a lady or a man? No, a man, say today that he was still madly in love with his wife. Uh, it was Jeb Bush. That's who it was. He said, and most men are not going to say that unless, he has no reason to say that he's not in politics anymore. He doesn't have to lie. But that's one of the things, he said, <clears throat> God has blessed my family. I'm still madly in love with my wife. There are people like that, and, uh, and, and I believe there are people who both on both sides have Jesus Christ living on the inside. If you're having some serious problems and conflicts, and man, it's a knockdown, drag out situation all the time. Somebody is not saved. Somebody is a hypocrite. Somebody is not born again. Somebody's lying. Now you can, you can, you can, you can write that down. All right. With that said, let's pray for others. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
I thank you so much for these two services. They mean so much. And yes, Lord, I know that uh, at this time, uh, devilish people are trying to block it and trying to hinder it from going out. But help them to understand, I'm not going to lash out at them because you said vengeance is mine, I will repay. And uh, your repayment is far, far more painful than mine. So I just pray for them. And I pray that you will have your holy word to get out anyhow because your holy word is not bound. Paul wrote your holy word in a dungeon, in a damp, no doubt, rat-infested jail cell. And it has gotten out all around the world and has been read by millions down through the years. Same thing for David, who was being hunted like an animal, and yet he, he, his words that he probably thought never would see the light of day have been read by millions. So, Lord, you have a way to get your holy word out, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. I cannot thank you enough, Lord, for my children, Daniel, Ezekiel, Daniqua, Danielle especially, uh, Danny, Daniel, and Danita, and Danae, and uh, as well, uh, and all that they have done down through the years, because what I'm doing tonight is built on that foundation on the technical side, as you blessed me to preach for many years before the Internet came on the scene. So thank you so much, Holy Father God, for what you have done for what you're doing and giving me the privilege to do this tonight. I, I just, it's just amazing to me. And I'm so thankful for it. And I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of lost families, for the revival of saved families, and help all of these families get back to you and to your holy word and do it your way. You gave us this life. You gave us marriage, the privilege of marriage and family life, and you gave us instructions in your book. And our problem is disobeying your book. And so, Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy and grace upon all of us who name the name of Christ. Please forgive us of our wicked sins and failures and faults, of not obeying your great commandment, of not obeying your great commission, of not doing what you have told us to do uh, in general and in detail. For Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy and grace upon such uh, failures and such wretched people as we are in this day and time in the church. Forgive us of our sins and help us to repent of our sins of not doing your will. <clears throat> And then, Holy Father God, we do pray for the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague to this day. But we pray for a few by name who are hurting, and we pray that you would comfort them and draw them to yourself for salvation. We pray for the family and friends of Michigan resident Heather Carson. We pray for the family and friends of Tennessee resident Charlotte Ivy. We pray for the family and friends of New Jersey resident Virginia Roberts. 
And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ now, Lord, for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years in the thousands. Thank you for thousands of answers to prayer. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege, the grace, and the strength to pray for other people. And, uh, Lord, I pray now for the salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings. Lord, upon all of the people who have sent in prayer requests in the past, and for these people who have sent in prayer requests, Lord, here today. Uh, and uh, we pray that you would hear and answer their prayers, hear and answer our prayers for them. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, Lord, for Deborah. Please heal her from cirrhosis of the liver and restore her ability to walk again. Save her family members and help them not to get tired of taking care of her. Help her and her family to get over this mountain that the devil has put in their way. Lord God in heaven, we pray for Pastor Rashibi and with him. We rejoice and thank you for souls saved through the preaching of the gospel and through the ministry and people being saved and changed by your holy gospel and the holy word. And we pray and thank you for those who have been healed at the Starlight Secondary School. Thank you for Brother Jackson Yatoli and his family. Give them a land parcel and title deed. Please bless Sidney Church with a place of worship. Deliver Sister Agnita from demonic torment and save and comfort her family. Please bless them to start a church near Starlight Secondary School. Please provide for the women and youth conferences and bless the Bible school classes to resume next year. Bring the right person to lead Kimbachinji Church. Provide them with Bibles for new souls, basics for orphans and widows, food and water and ministry resources. Deliver Africa from drought and famine. And Holy Father God, I pray for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel. Through this ministry, we pray for Calvin. We pray for Mantingu. We pray for Shaney, we pray for David O, we pray for David K, and Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well, and we pray for the thousands who have gotten saved and the thousands who have rededicated their life. We pray for Ronnie, uh, O.Y., Ebenezer, Alina, uh, Wilana as well. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, as I have already preached the gospel twice in two different services tonight, uh, we're going to close at this time. Uh, remember to pray without ceasing if you are saved and born again. Read the Word of God so that you can grow in the faith and stand strong in the faith. Also, if you're not saved, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. Remember the motto of the Marines, Semper Fidelis, be always faithful to the Lord. And then remember the motto 
of the Air Force, yay, Space Force, Semper Supra, always above. Always keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord, and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, and Lord willing, we're going to be here tomorrow around 11 o'clock Central Time or thereabouts, and uh, tomorrow night as well if the Lord Terrace is coming and we live around the same time. And also, uh, if God has blessed you with uh, funds and you're not hurting and you're not living uh, paycheck to paycheck, uh, we are trying to raise $21,000 to get new equipment, new lights, new cameras, new computers, the whole works, uh, so that we can be ready to go in the new year for the glory of God. So uh, if you are hurting and you're paying and you're living paycheck to paycheck, do not uh, send a dime. Uh, you keep your money and you do what you need to do. But those of you who have been blessed with this world's goods and uh, funds, uh, please pray about helping us during this time. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. <laughs>